Well, hey there, Grove family. It's Chris and Jason, and we started this podcast uh, with an episode talking about how different life had become as soon as all the coronavirus lockdowns had begun. And it's been, I think, seven weeks as of tomorrow, so we thought we would have another discussion talking about what this time has taught us about our families, about church, about our jobs. And so, Jason, how are you, my friend? Doing well, Chris. It's uh, It has been a, a strange and unique time, but I feel we're doing okay. Yeah, it's definitely been unique. Um, so I think we'll start, I'm going to start with family. And I, I jotted a few things down here, and I'd love to hear what you've kind of learned through this. But one of the biggest things i thought about with, you know, our family's been, we've been around each other so much, and we, every day. You, know, you wake up, you yeah. go to sleep, and they're all the time. Um, and one of the biggest things to me is how much my children watch me. I mean, they watch me. Obviously, they did that beforehand. But now there's so much more time for them, for me to see how much they act like me or how they respond to situations right. um, is, is I've gotten to got a front row seat to seeing my children um, show the good qualities in me and then a lot of the bad qualities in me as well. Um, and so I've had to, it's kind of been a slap in the face a few times about how I handle it, especially when I get tired or get, you know, get kind of worn out because we've been around each other so long. Right. And so especially in those moments, how do I, um, how do I handle it? Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent because our, I'm with my family many more hours than I was typically mm-hmm. with them. And I think there's some, there's some good with that uh, because I, I have a tendency to, to overcommit myself. And so this is, um, I feel that, that strain as well that, oh goodness, they, they're seeing more of me and uh, in the, the, the good and the bad and, and the ugly. Right. and. Uh, but I think when you spin it a little bit the other way, I, I, I feel it's it's forced people who have the same, uh, who make the same mistakes that I do of overcommitting. It has forced us to uh, to to find some some enjoyment that maybe we didn't find with mm-hmm. our family right. before. Yeah, and so uh, I do think it has it has reiterated the value of yeah, we all do need space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. Time away from each other is indeed good, um, uh, but it's all. It, I think at the same time, there's that uh, um, uh, that that rekindling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. I found like I, currently, I'm reading a book by Herbert Hoover or about Herbert Hoover, and he was born in. Uh, it, he 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 was born during some very turbulent times, uh, and and then he. Then he, then he led through some turbulent times. And, and what this season of being quarantined has um, reminded me or helped me to gain some perspectives of, uh, and certainly not apples to apples, but perspectives of, of some of the earlier generations. Hmm. This was, there was no Xbox. Right. No oh, Wi-Fi. man. Yeah, yeah. And when the sun went down, you went down. <laughs> or you just had can't. And so I, I think it's helped me to appreciate when I read about some of our pioneers and older generations that it's like oh this this is what that is like right having to find ways to use our time um uh when when we don't have some of you know sure we have amenities that they didn't have right i i I found it's it's helped me to appreciate my family a little more it's helped me appreciate my space from my family Mm -hmm. and it's helped me to appreciate a general family ideas of generations gone by. Right. It, it's amazing how much it's kind of teaches you 
the opposite is about the same thing, right? How much we appreciate our family, yeah. How much we enjoy not being with our family sometimes, yeah. you know. And how both are necessary. Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. Because right now it's imbalanced. Yeah, yeah. It's it's both are good, but you you're we got we got too much of a, of a good thing right now. Right, <laughs> we, yeah. We right. we do need some absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, and. Man, I think the first week when we were going through this stuff, when we, you know, the lockdown began and we started doing things, we're like, man, could you imagine doing this without TV, without right. internet, without all that stuff? And so that's been a huge tool. But at the same time, I think about, um, also, I think quiet time is really like quiet time away from that stuff is really important. It is. And so it always also worries I me. Mean, there's always, a, like you said, there's a balance, right? There's always a good and a bad. And so it's good that it can allow us some distraction and time to kind of just turn things off for a while. Um, but at the same time, people aren't getting that time. They're, they're sucked into that all the time. Um, how are we going to look coming out the other side of that? Right. You know, we're not a lot, a lot of times I feel like people are nervous to spend time by themselves or spend time in quiet. Right. And I think quiet is really important. Yeah. I I think that's a good word that they, they feel nervous uh, about being quiet, you know, I think it's I think it's good for us to be bored. Yeah, absolutely. I think that in boredom, there there is some there is some tremendous fruit that can come from that. Yeah, uh, creativity is sparked in boredom. Right. Yeah. And and I think that while I'm grateful for some of the distractions through media and such, if if you know if we're not if we're not careful or diligent coming out of this. There's some deeper habits of overconsuming, right? And 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 that's a you know that's a concern uh, as well. But I, I think I hope people have seen the. I mean, because I've heard my children say, "Yeah, Dad, I'm bored." And I, <laughs> I've I've come to places where you know, um, I would like to just do something that is I'm I'm numb at doing. I, just, I turn on TV, so I just I just, I just veg out. Of right. Room. Yeah. Uh, but I, I hope people have, have seen begun to see at least the value of boredom. Right. Because th- my children don't know that. Uh, my, my children have grown up in a world I didn't grow up in. Yeah. Uh, they have more things available to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're more blessed in, in, a, in a lot of ways than I was. But I didn't know I was missing it. Right. Then. Yeah. You know, my, my dad would always say, hey, we grew up poor. We just didn't know it. Right. And and if that's if that's what you have, that then that's what you have. Mm. Um, and and I, I I I just hope you know that we that boredom is a good thing, and that we can begin to at least appreciate previous generations. Yeah, I feel like our lives are so we f- we feel it's like when you they say when you buy a new house, it's bigger. Yeah, that you fill that house with stuff, like you will fill yes, the sir. space, and so we do that with our time, that's and our point. and so now that we've things are changed. We are still trying to fill our days with stuff, right? Whether it's, you know, schedules for schools, we're trying to do all kinds of stuff, zoom meetings everywhere you look, there's a zoom meeting. Um, and so I think one of the things is taking some time and just being quiet and disconnecting for a while, you know, because that's, we we see that as not being productive, but that's healthy. Right. You know, my mind needs that, that slow down, that, that, that change of, of pace. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one another thing I thought about with family was this just shows how how vital communication is between um, and, you know between the spouses in this time because it reminds me a lot of when we had our first kid 
you know, we, you go into it, we think we know what we're what to expect. Everyone tries to tell you, but until you have that kid, right. it, it, it it's like a veil's removed at that time, you know. But one of the biggest things with having a kid is just c- continue to communicate because you're both exhausted, you're both worn out. Yeah. Just continue to talk, and if something's bothering you, or just just having that open the open communication line, things right. don't build. Right, right. right. and because we both understand that we're adults, we're gonna get frustrated. We're all in the same house together. We're gonna get upset at each other. Right. It's going to happen. Right. You know, but talk about it like adults, like yeah. having. I, th- a, I think that key word there, build, because if if we don't handle it properly, oh my, it will build. Yeah, and absolutely. It, and, and it will outbuild itself to yeah. where it has to explode or come out somehow. Yeah, and I've had a few days. I mean, I've had a few days in this seven weeks where I just kind of, man, I just felt. I felt off my kilter. Like I just, it kind of built up and it wasn't frustration with any person or any single thing. It was just the whole situation. And, uh, I just need to step outside for a while and need to do something and get away and just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. Replug in or something, but realign myself. Uh, but I've definitely had a few days like that. So yeah, it is put a, it's put a strain on marriages or, or there's a, there's a potential of putting strain on marriages and, uh, that's been one of my prayers that for my own, but also for others that uh, that 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 marriages would stay yeah healthy during this time. Right. Hey, this is going to reveal the true nature of your relationships. And there, there's, right. There's, you're 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 dropping words today. That's, you're a wordsmith <laughs> today. And I think that I think reveal is. I mean, yeah. if that's true, you know, then, then, then this is then we're in a, this fiery trial, as Peter would say. It's revealing. Yeah. And for us to, when it reveals the ugly, I can I can pivot and go down a road of defeat, or I can pivot and say, okay, let me address that now. Yeah. And let's fix that. Opportunities for improvement, it I is. think would be a great... I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. But I think you're certainly right. That anytime there's pressure and strain, it's always revealing. Right. Yeah. You know, when you squeeze right. on something, whatever's inside, it's going to come out. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think if we can see, it, it sounds cliche and Sunday schooly, uh, but if we can see this as an opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, I think it. I think it needs to be an opportunity as, as well. It's not solely an opportunity, but this this is is an opportunity for us to evaluate and make adjustments it's our mindset and you hear all that you'll hear all the time the positive thinking but there's a lot of power on where the mind goes is where you're you're going to turn right and so trying to uh to think through that stuff see it that way see it as an opportunity hey here's where here's where relationship needs some work let's work on it you know let's come together don't don't let it drive you apart let it drive you together and like we want this to work let's work on it together um and so one of the things that, that i thought about was um just get your financial life in order because times like this are going to come. And, and, you know, we, we, we did FPU for quite a few years of the church. It's something we've taken a break from for a long time. It doesn't have to be the Dave Ramsey stuff. It could be anything, but if anything, if this has shown us one thing is that we need to have our financial lives in order. Like it's yes. worth, it's worth the pain and the struggle to get to that point. And, and may yes. I, and I can't agree more. And, and, Without revealing names, I, I, I could make you a, a, a very good list right now of people within our own church that we have reached out to to contact and say, hey, how you doing? Everything okay? And their response was, because of decisions I made 10 months ago. Yeah. To financially set my house in order. Mm-hmm. 
I thought I was doing it to say for X. Right. But God knew this day was coming. Yeah. And now I am in a I am in a stable situation because I made financial decisions that were painful that I didn't really want to do. Yeah. But I knew it was wise for my family. And now they they can plod along with with peace and joy. Yeah. Right. They bring and, yeah. And that's I, I think that's with this for the first time. I went into stores and I saw empty shelves. I've never seen that in America, mm-hmm. and and that just began to make me pop. You know, let's let's watch what I spend on. Let's just keep saving. Let's hold the course. Right. Let's rejoice in debt-free living. Yeah. And and my heart just goes out to those who are overwhelmed in debt right now. Yeah. Because I, I think there's a there's a backside to there's a financial. Uh, ripples, repercussions. Right. We're going to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Forward. Even if they say, yep, open the doors tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's going to be repercussions economy wise yeah. for a long time. Um, and I mean, let's even pivot that. Let's pivot that to church, you know, churches that are in debt. Right. Yeah. And if they're not getting the ties that they normally do, I mean, it can even put yeah. pressure on a church building. You yeah. know, I, I thought, I mean, there's a lot of conversation. What's a church look like post COVID-19? Right. And going it seven weeks ago, my heart was bleeding for several smaller churches, and and I was I was pontificating that okay the uh, I, I could see this really hurting some smaller churches. Right. But the, the more that the further we go in this, the longer I think I, I'm 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 reminded that the smaller churches oftentimes are very resilient. Yeah. And they don't have much. They may not have much, but they. They always seem to make ends meet. Yeah. And and they've been through this. They live in this. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, 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 I've almost seen, almost learned from them. Right. A, a sense of resiliency. And, uh, and so I, I'm, um, my heart goes out to the, uh, I think some churches will close their doors. Mm-hmm. I think some churches will get absorbed by others. Right. Um, <clears throat> or adopted by others, however that may work out. Mm-hmm. Um, praise be to his name God has, has blessed us we're in a financially good spot right Yeah. It, right now I feel like during this you're, you're I don't know if battling is the right word but you're battling so many different pressures from different areas if you can knock that pressure out because I mean how many I'm going to jump back to family real quick but yeah. how many divorces financial yes. um, things are, are a huge part of that right yep. financial choices um it's one of the ways you can unify and become one body is bringing your finances together and working on yes, together and understanding where they're going. And, um, and so if we're having to worry and battle about the payments and the things that, cause people are still asking for their money. Yes, it's, sir. we may not be, if we're not in a situation, where we're not getting our money. People are still asking for it. And so, and it's biblical, man, yeah. you know, store up for the, yes, for the drought. And so this, I just, I see this, it, it's been what, we've, it's been 10 years since we started doing, you know, trying to get out of debt and do that thing. Right. And so this is the first time in, in 10, is that a decade, Jason? Yeah. A de- okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm very smart. Um, it's the first time in a decade that I've truly seen right in front of me. This is why you do that. Yes, sir. This That's is why right. you do that because it's not just my situation. It's not just yours. It's everyone's situation. It always looks different, but we're all in a similar place. And if you can sacrifice now so that you are in a better position later, it's going to take a lot of that pressure off. Right. 
Um, yeah, this shows the the fruitfulness and the. This helps people see the why. Yeah. Why am I doing that? Right. And uh, yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I'm going to pivot a little bit to church um, and just the things that I've thought about through this process. Uh, first thing is we really learn through this how much we truly care for people when we don't see them for an extended period of time. Right. I mean, we talk about that with our families, but we see our church folks so so often that we probably don't ever think about that. Right. Uh, but now we've gone this long with not seeing them. And, and it definitely is – I have had a change in me from the beginning of this, which was, you know, in the, in the personal thing I even talked about, when things get shaken, I kind of get not excited, but I – I like to see things get shaken up a little bit. Right. And when we first, when this all first started happening, I was excited to see how the church was gonna was going to um, get smaller, as in you know smaller groups, kind of talking, Zoom calls, different things. The longer that has gone on, I have had a change in like I truly see why the church needs together. I know you talked about that in your video that you put out on Friday or whatever, or you know for this past Sunday, but. Even in Acts 2, it says they gather in the temple daily and they gather in their houses daily. Yeah. Right? And so I really see the need to see flesh and bone people in person because it's just not the same. Agreed. And and whenever this happens, for all kinds of reasons that are totally valid, people kind of just disappear because they've got to deal with their lives. they got stuff that they got to take care of. they got kids at home. And so the the amount of effort it takes for for us to see each other a similar amount that we do on Sundays and Wednesdays, right. it's an exorbitant amount of effort compared right. to just, I know that they're going to be here. I'm going to show up and they're going to be here and this is going to be our time together. Now it doesn't have to be the church building, but the church building helps, right? Cause we all come to the same place. Right. Right. Um, Cause I started gaming this out with my brother yesterday. What if this was a two year thing? Not that that's going to happen, but what would the church do if it was a two year thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, to me the, the church would have to go kind of underground, right? Small family units would have to start me. I don't, I don't think we could, this, the church could not continue in, well, I don't think could not, but the church would look very different if this was a very much longer extended period of time. In, in, in virtual, virtual yeah, yes, world? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's just not the same. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think we've seen the value of virtual, but I think we've also seen the limits. Right. Of virtual, yeah, and I think virtual. God, God's blessed us with that technology. How I mean, if, if we if we didn't have that right now, this would be we'd be having another kind of conversation, right? So there's certainly if this is one way the church has been able to redeem media and redeem yeah. the virtual world. Yeah. Um, at the same token, it is um, it can't be the diet. Right. The the diet has to have embodiment. I think. Yeah. That 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 is. Yeah. You said exactly what I was thinking. That I. I, yeah, I think yeah. it also adds value to the. I think Christmas, mm-hmm. the incarnation of Christ, when Jesus came in the flesh, because now we have a God who says, um, "I know exactly what you're going through." Right. You you I, I've 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 breathed your air. Right. I've washed my dirty hands. I've taken a shower or a bath or mm-hmm. I've eaten lamb I, right. I, I mean I've, I've done those things mm-hmm. and that if, if embodiment is so crucial to theology then it's also going to be e- e- uh, crucial to e- uh, uh, ecclesiology which is the doctrine of the church and so mm-hmm. 
I think it's modeled. It's helped us to see how how embodiment is is necessary. Right. It's, I, it's not just optional. It's it's necessary. And on the flip side, it it, it reminded me. It, it has shown me how much I love the church and miss the church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it took me. Um, I definitely miss church, but I think it took me a few more weeks to get to that point, to like to really understand and see. And you know, with our, my Sunday school class, one of the things I kept asking myself was, "What's my responsibility during this time to try and continue the class unity that we had?" And and I'm going to be honest, I feel like I didn't do a good job of that. I just kind of expected it would all just kind of continue, right? Right. right. And then I get five weeks down the road, I'm thinking, "Man, I haven't have I reached out to these people? Like, really reached out to them? Have I?" And so that's something I've been convicted about, and and so now I'm really looking forward to when we can gather in a room together right. and get together, whether that's at a park or where we can just see each other and be around each yeah. other. Because um, one of the things I think about too is communication fatigue. Yeah. We we're how many of us are doing Zoom meetings all day? How many of us for having a text and call and video chat and all kinds of stuff. And then for me to show up and be like, Hey guys, you want a video chat again? You know, like <laughs> I, I don't want to be, we can easily become annoyance with that. Right? right. And we don't, and I just don't, I don't want to be that person who's like, Hey, hop on a video chat. Even though I know you've been doing it all day when right. you need time away with your family, you know? And so I think there's also communication fatigue that we just have to watch out for. Yeah, I would agree a thousand percent on that. I, 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 I echo, uh, I echo that completely. Uh, that, that's a, and and I've I've refrained from meetings because I know the ones I'm going to meet with have been on a Zoom meeting twelve times today. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, man, I should have bought stock in Zoom yeah. about three three months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, uh, anything else about church as a pastor? How's it been going for you? It's been going well. Um, I mean, this is certainly different, and all of us are we're calling audibles. Uh, all the time we've been doing drive-in church and that's been that's been not ideal but it's been the i guess the next best thing for us if if our our philosophy is we want to gather right yeah and so drive-in church it it helps to accommodate that and so we've the times we've had it is we've we've kept pretty even numbers and uh, we're, we're about to this this coming Sunday. We'll be going out. We'll be able to get us outside of our cars. Yeah, and I think that's that's going to be the element that's that is crucial. Right. And uh, and so we're, I'm I'm excited about that. I I'm glad. Come back to you. I'm I'm glad for some of the change that is has occurred. Um, uh, I do change. I just change a little more slowly than every single day. <laughs> <You Right. know? laughs> yeah. And this season has has really uh, has really challenged us. I, the joke is in the office. Hey, can we get two weeks back to back where we do the same thing? All right. <laughs> um, it just seems that, that there's so much learning on the fly. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got some. Uh, uh, Seth has been a, tr- a tremendous asset to help us. Yeah, absolutely. Technologically. Yeah. And um, and we've made an imp- you know. Uh, gains each week so um for sunday that's been that's been unique it's it's been hard um loving on people Mm -hmm. um i've done funerals during this time and that's been worse because uh to see a family who's lost a husband or a wife or a uh, a son or a daughter and you 
you'd have visitation and none of your friends can come. Right. And you have visitation and only 10 of your family can be there and together. You take shifts when uh, 10 of you leave, 10 more come back in. Um, that's hard. Yeah. And mourning is, it's just, it, that's, it's been difficult. Um, uh, doing some of the, you know, counseling, uh, there, there just been hurdles that have been, um, sometimes difficult to, to, to navigate through. Yeah. Um, uh, people, we've got people in the hospital that you can't go see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I, I'll be. I, it's 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 done a couple things for me. It's reminded me the value of of the church. Right. The, the church. Uh, the dirt. The church is supposed to scatter, but she's also supposed to gather. Yep. And it's reminded me of that. It's also all hands on deck, and it's been beautiful to watch the church work. Yeah. Uh, people. Pulling together and making things happen. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen a big spirit of uh, thankfulness. People just really appreciate. They they see the work. Not that you're out there to get recognition for it, but they see the work that all the staff and the people who are doing that stuff are putting into making that happen. And there's been a lot of words of appreciation, a lot of words of thanks. Um, if they haven't reached you, then let me be the representative of those. Cause well, I, I appreciate it. There, there's there's been a lot. I've heard a lot of that. Um, and so that's, you know, there's been a lot of grace and a lot of yeah. you know, people willing to... And I think that's the key word. I, I feel there's a lot of grace right now. Yeah. And, and all the way around, you know, in everything, in every area, people are... are people We we all know that this just isn't a Poplar Grove thing. Right. This yeah. is kind of happening all over the world. Right. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is still crazy. You know, it's hard to even process It that, is. So. It certainly is. It certainly is. Um, so, yeah... I was going to jump into work here real quick, just talking about, you know, I work from home and, and again, for me to be pretty transparent, it's, it's been really difficult. Right. It's been really difficult. Um, because some of the stuff I do, I really need to like unplug from the things around me. I need to focus in and that's really hard for me when my kids are home. Oh, yeah. It's not their fault. Right. It's, it's not, it's no one's fault. It just is what it is. Um, it's just hard for me personally to disconnect from that. Right. Um, you know, I've, I know some people and some friends who they can disconnect from their kids are going crazy six feet from them, you know, but I, I, I have a hard time with that. Well, I'm not that person. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, and so, so it's been a very, and of course with Amanda working as well, you know, she's a teacher, so she's having to teach from home, um, which could be a whole podcast in itself, but trying to balance those two and be parents. And, you know, one of our kids is old enough to kind of understand the other one has no grasp of what's happening. Right. And so, you know, to him, every day is a play day. Right. And, and so he doesn't understand that, hey, if you want to eat, daddy's got to work. You know, <laughs> there's, there's things like that. Um, and so it's, it's been really, it's been, it's been much more difficult than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, well, and to that point, I, I have found the struggle I've had is getting frustrated yeah. with the situation and my children become the outlet. Absolutely. Because I, I'm a... A very structured. I structure my days, and if if I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything, then that's uh, that doesn't sit well mentally with me. Right. And yeah. if and I've got my children three days of the week, they'll come with me to church or because uh, Holly's working, and I've I've had to remind myself, hey, today is not a productive day for Poplar Grove, or mm. these three hours cannot be a Poplar a, a a productive moment for Poplar Grove. 
uh, I need I need my family needs me right now. Right. And yeah. and to and to and to train myself. That's okay. That's necessary right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's not always been the case. That you know, I, they back to the original comment you made that my children have seen the other side of daddy that they don't need to see. You know, they've seen him frustrated. Right. Um, and and I've had to really guard the that my family is my children are a priority. This is what I have to do. Um, I'm just I just rejoice that I, we we have a, a situation where my children can come to work with me. Right. And because that's not all, not everybody has that that yeah ab- so ability. true so true. And uh, and to see it as a to be something to be thankful for as yeah. opposed to a hindrance because if I. If I if I internalize it as a hindrance, then I will that will come out. Yeah, and, and I will communicate to them that they're a hindrance. You'll build bitterness towards your kids, Correct. which you don't. No, you don't want that, right? Right. Because it'll come out like that. Certainly. Yeah. The ironic part to me is one of the reasons I went off my own was to be a better dad, spend more time with my kids. Yeah. Well, God's like, here you go. <laughs> I'm like, please take them. <laughs> You know, like, it's so, uh, I, be be careful what you ask for, because yeah. I got more than I asked for. Yeah, you'll get in a package you never anticipated. Oh, man, yeah. One of the things I love about coming in your office is you always have toys sitting around, yeah. which I'm hoping aren't for you. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, not, matter of fact, I moved some Nerf gun darts bullets <laughs> off the desk just a few moments ago. Yeah, yeah. You're in here playing with your Matchbox cars. Um, glad we pay you for being our pastor. But no, I always love that because I mean, it is. It's you have to integrate them into your life somehow, and you know, life is what it is right now. Right. So there, there's been days where I've gotten frustrated with it, and there's been days where I just like let's just go outside and play for two hours. Like, right. All thing I know to do is I don't have a treadmill, so I can't leash you to the treadmill and make you walk <laughs> off the energy. You have to get you. You are who you are. You're a kid. Right. And I cannot force you to not be a kid. Correct. And when you're a four year old boy. You need to run and hit and jump Correct. and get mud on your face, and that—that's how you—that's how you need to get your energy out. And so, well, like you said, it's not their fault. It's not their fault, right? right. And yeah. I, I don't need to treat them as though it is, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what, I mean, as families, that's what we <clears throat> we typically use our family as the punching bag, right? They're certainly they're the ones who see us when we've given every all of our energy to everyone else, right? And so, um, and and we know that they will quote unquote understand, right? Um, and they will, but if you're always withdrawing from that bank account, yeah. there'll be one day when you're in, when it when it's a, a zero balance. Yeah, Amanda and I were talking. I'd asked her kind of the you know what she had learned from this. We were talking, and, and it sounds funny when she first said it, but I totally agree. She's like, I learned that like my family doesn't annoy me. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. But the thing is, I can hear her saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> six months, six months prior to this starting. Um, as a family, we were just, we were frustrated. Like we, you know, working, always going, coming, going places. And we're not even the busiest people we know. So I don't know how some of these other families are doing it, but we had kind of gotten where we had no energy left for each other. And the past like three to six months where we had been pretty frustrated, just, just tired and felt like we were being pulled a lot of different ways. And so this terrible situation has been really good for us because we've been able to spend a lot of time together and realize we don't annoy each other. It's just that we, we were kind of doing either not, I don't know if we were doing too much or just not focusing on the things we need right. to focus on, but it's been good for us. Yeah. I yeah. think it's been a recalibrating moment. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and I, I mean, to your point, shame on me when I give 
those people that I love the most in my life left my leftovers. Right. Yeah. And, and I and I think that it's it's helped me to see how much they were eating leftovers from yeah. me. Right. And and how how I need to prioritize giving them energy. If I if if I'm to give God my best, then I need to I need to give my family as much of my best as, as possible as well. Right. Yeah. Um and I, and I I've not always done that and, and here I've I've seen that now. Right. I think as a as a um, someone who works in the church, that's got to be really hard. I mean, because you're you want to serve everyone in the church. You want to you want to make sure you're being a leader and serving those people, but you also have to serve your family. And so, right. you're always feeling pulled between multiple things, right? It's, right. It's figuring out where can I where do I need to put the energy now? Where can I put the energy? So you're always called an audible. I feel like. Yeah, and uh, one of my old, one of my pastoral mentors years ago asked me, and I didn't grab it then, but I do now. He said, we, we, when we we would come together to start off our meeting, he'd say, "How how healthy how healthy is the church?" And uh, and I would respond, and and uh, however the church was at that time, and uh, and he would then come. His next question would be, uh, "Is your health is your family just as healthy?" Right. And uh, uh, I never. It's the the older I become, the more value I place in the health of my own family. Yeah, that's not God's responsibility. Right. It's mine. Right, right. And uh, who cares if the if the church is strong, but my family's suffocating over here. Right. Um, and so it's really it's really helped unfuel an ego hmm. that. I, I need to. I need my family needs to be just as strong as the church is. Therefore, I I need to balance my my own energies well. Yeah, yeah. And and this season has helped me to to see that. see right. the value of my family. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I mean, I've I've not executed on it perfectly for right. sure, but it's definitely uh, changed how I see this see the time I get with right. them. You know, and I hate it for my daughter because she's she loves school. We actually played school for two hours yesterday, like, <laughs> and she loves it. So you're missing out on that and stuff. So trying to see even, she misses it so much that we're playing school. So right. that's the way I can serve her because she wants that. She wants a little bit of that structure. And well, and, and what a memory that creates. Yeah, right. Hey, that, that will be something she never forgets. Right. Yeah. She'll forget I bought her that toy. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But she'll never forget those those moments that Daddy spent with me. Yeah. I know we're definitely ready for uh, to stop having to build blanket forts about every six hours. So, hey, yeah. we we've got an entire room designated over there beside the offices that we've moved the tables together oh, really? to build forts. Yep. they have tunnels and everything. So, yep. so whenever we do go back, I've got about I got I need about three or four days just to get the church back in order. Hey, maybe the church looks different from going. You know, maybe we meet in forts now. Yeah, we know? do a good blanket fort. Yeah. Well, Jason, this has been good. You got anything else? Are you? I mean, no, man. I, I appreciate it. I know we're all ready to get things back to whatever the new normal will be, and I mean, there's still some unknowns in the upcoming months, but right. um, we're just excited to be able to see everybody again, together as a as a church body, and and just start loving on people in person again. So look forward to it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jason. We'll see y'all later. Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm.